Welcome back, everybody, to Bumper to wow, Bumper. Wow, you sound um, so alive there, Rick. You sound welcome like back. Welcome back. Welcome to back to Bumper to Bumper. Everybody. It's one of the best podcasts you're ever going to get to. <laughs> oh, uh, my listen, God. We've got it under control. There's no other podcast you want to listen to. This is the only podcast <laughs> that you want to listen Shut to. Shut up. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Hey, everybody. How you doing? My name is Chris Candy. I'm here with my They good... know who you are. I'm here with they my... They know your name. I'm here with my good friend, Donald fucking Trump. Uh, hey, how my... you doing? I just wanted to call it and let you all know that you're a terrible reporter. This is one of the worst audiences that I've ever listened to. And my voice is starting to change into like, something no, like this, mate. I'm like. really an Australian, Alana. That wasn't Australian. That was uh, British. Yeah, I you go fucking is off here. I got the nice tea. I'm uh, gonna hold on my right. black tea. I will. Rick, what? Slapping you in the face across the digital aisle here. Get no. it together. Get it together. Hey, there's no rules. The the ship has sailed. The ship has um, sailed, people. Welcome to the vortex. Uh, but no, the vort- you know what I realized? We're not in the vortex yeah, anymore. Yeah, we're, we, we're out. Because no. well, it's Friday, March 20th. And guess it's what? Friday. It's Friday. It's Hey, happy Friday, y'all. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. 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 I don't care about monetization. We can sing all the songs now. Help, I need somebody. Help, <laughs> Come not on just anybody. anybody. I, don't, I don't know the lyrics. Help, <laughs> help. So help we are... If you get a- we are uh, we're broadcasting live from our uh, selective apartments. There's no video uh, part of this. We try to do a video part. Nah, uh, no one. No there's one cares. no point in doing a video. It doesn't matter. Look, we'll go back to the video when the world comes when, back to normal. Uh, and if it, I don't even want to talk about the future. I want to talk about right now. What are you looking at right now, Chris? Tell us about your surroundings. I'm in my apartment. I'm trying to keep it as clean as possible. I live in a very decent-sized studio, but that does require me to keep it tidy. Um, And I'm looking at my turntable, and I've been playing records. So we were talking about this off the podcast, but I have been only tuning into the news in the morning for myself, and then I'm trying to not pay attention because I know there's a pandemic yeah. right now. I know COVID. Who cares about okay. the news? Fuck all the right. news. The, the, the results are going up. We all are tuned in and are aware. The beeps yeah, on the need, phone are coming in all the it's time. It's not helping anybody. It's not helping. You know what you got to do? You got to keep mentally sound, and you got to keep your physical set. Say, who's, what the heck? Um, you got to keep your physical. You know what I want to do is... What? um. You got to, okay, so when Chris and I went to the Mammoth Lakes Film Festival, we both uh, lied on separate beds and we did the Wim Hof breathing uh, exercises. Yes. And uh, very good. Where can I get that and where can audiences download that free app so we can follow that? Explain exactly what we need to do in order to do the exact meditation you and I were doing. So you could go to... um you go to your app store and, and it work on any of the phones and you just download um, – the app is called um, the Wim Hof Method, I believe is the name of the app. And it is – WHM is the, the letters that kind of whatever, I don't know, the, that you can download. But it's the Wim Hof Method. And there is a guided – it's free. It's free. And there's a guided breathing uh, exercise to do. And I'm going to tell you – I'm going to do it after I do the podcast. Um, it is uh, – scientifically proven to lower cortisol levels which are stress uh receptors in the body or whatever and it also uh immediately makes the body alkaline um you know and and that's been known he didn't create this if you get in a lot of fresh 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 if you get fresh oxygen in the system 
uh, it, it actually promotes an alkaline body. And let me tell you who doesn't like alkaline bodies, diseases. Uh, they do not, they do not care for alkaline viruses and bugs. They, yeah. they, they love inflammation. And so if we can keep our bodies you know, in an alkaline state. Yeah, keep it. You know who uh, doesn't like alkaline bodies? Who's that? Me. I hate alkaline bodies. I want your body to be acidic. <laughs> acidic with rage. Okay? I want you to get down there. Get down to the polls. Vote for me. I'm coming in 2020. I'm going to be your new king. Your emperor. Emperor Trump. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start to do it on the daily because, you know, this is a... Uh, a respiratory disease, so I think anything we can do to uh, prepare our lungs and get ready for that sweet wave that's coming uh, to a lot of us. I mean, those are the statistics right now. But we don't want to talk about statistics. I hey, Rick, say, hold right on one now, sec. Hold Chris, on one. Hold on one oh, sec. Oh, what? You know, let me let's start it again. My battery just dropped down a bunch of bunch of things. Sorry about this. What do you mean? I didn't put a fresh one in. I, I, it said I had half. Let me just put a fresh Where one. Where did in. it stop? You fuck. It, no, it's it's still going right now. It's just I've got one bar left. At the very end. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, here, let's take a quick break and come right back. Right, and cool. we're back. There we go. We're yes, back. You we're didn't back. even notice the moment where, yeah, we snipped that out. Chris had to change his batteries. But I'm fresh and I had to charged. Change, I had to change fully my charged. pants. I'm fully charged. I've been pooping in my pants uh, because I figure it's better than toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> my dumbass, I bought some Clorox bleach spray. Yeah. And, uh... I, I sprayed my jacket down, and then a bunch of bleach went onto my nice black pants that I just bought, and then they immediately got stained. So yeah. and this was at, I stayed up all night. This is at 8 in the morning after not sleeping. I brought the pants outside, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to spray them all. And I sprayed <laughs> the pants down, so they were all stained, and I, I kid you not, I looked at the pants, and I went... This could, in my mind, I went. This could be a new career for me, making bleach pants. And then I went to, went inside and went to bed and woke up and I realized, what did you do? <laughs> what? It, um, let's what? Let, what? No, no, it's fine. It's just well, I would like to get our. I like to. I love. I love to catch up with you more, Chris. But we don't have time for that. We're trying to keep these podcasts light and refreshing, yes. like a nice, like a nice Monster Energy drink. By the way, if you want. Uh, sustain energy throughout the day and you want to be able to fight coronavirus might i suggest Rick, you add monster let me tell you energy something. drink there's, there's no fucking monster energy drink sponsor right i don't know where you got that that's my only income right now is monster energy you're not drink. getting it they've from, been, they're not calling they've you. been putting 50 uh monster points into my monster account which oh, i haven't signed got, up for you got monster points <laughs> oh yeah you get monster me. points excuse they put me. it in your monster account and i didn't know if you know but the dollar bill is about to crash and we're all going to be on the monster system <laughs> Monster Energy uh, presents United States of America. I got, um, I got, no, red, we've red, got Bull, red Bull bucks. That's what I'm on. Red Bull bucks. Well, I heard Red Bull bucks are going get, to get absorbed with the Monster Points. No, no, no. But anyway. Red Bull bucks are going to, um, they're going to just destroy Monster uh, dollars. Uh, Chris, you can take those Red Bull points and shove them up your ass, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to segue. We've got uh, someone very fun right now. Um, uh <laughs> I'm shutting down. Uh, my brain is shutting down. Um, we've got, so, you know, we know John Wesselcouch. Yes. Uh, he was the first guest. John's wife, Sarah Lindsay, is a great producer, actress, mom. She does a bunch of shit. And uh, her father is a man by the name of Charles Flexner. Uh, Charles works, he's a professor at John Hopkins School of Medicine. And um, wow. she offered to 
get him on. He uh, he is going to give us some sobering advice and kind of his point of view of what's going on with this whole coronavirus. Hopefully, he will be able to uh, you know calm some of the fears. There's a lot of disinformation going on around right now. Uh, it seems like every single person that I know has a, a new brother I never even heard of that works for the DOJ, the Pentagon, the White House, the CDC. Everybody's like, yo, bro, I talked to the CDC. I called them up and they said, we're all going to turn into little bats real soon. So, I mean, everyone's <laughs> everyone's got a different viewpoint. This guy actually knows what he's talking about. He right. studies science. He knows about infectious diseases and he's waiting for us. So I want to get him on. We're going to have two guests today, uh, my guest and your guest, and uh, we're going to give them a little bit of time to uh, kind of talk about what's going on. Chris, I need you to shut your little mouth because he's not going to be able to hear you, but you can feel free to like, <laughs> you know, feel free to do your little laughter and your little, uh, uh, mm, mm, uh, uh I'm going to call him in right now and uh, we're going to see what he has to say. Rick, you're a fucking garbage, man. <laughs> Charles? Hello? Hey. Hey, Rick. Hey, how are you doing, Charles? Um, Chris is on the other line. You're not going to be able to hear him, but he will, he will be able to hear you. Um, we're, you know, we're in the podcast world right now, and we've, we've already kind of got caught up. But just wanted to thank you, you know, so much for taking the time out of your, out of your day and uh, talking with us here. I'm just going to let you kind of take it away, and we'll kind of guide the, uh, this brief interview as we move along. But maybe you can tell our audiences. I gave them a brief rundown of... Uh, who you are, but maybe you can, you know, tell tell everyone what you do and what your background is, and uh, yeah, just let us know. I'm a professor at Johns Hopkins University uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, in the divisions of infectious diseases and a field called clinical pharmacology, which is really development of new drugs in people. Uh, and my major career focus is developing uh, drugs for infectious diseases, especially HIV, AIDS, uh, but also I've done some work in tuberculosis and uh, viral hepatitis, Hep C and Hep B. Um, but I do uh, know a lot about viruses and how to develop drugs for them because that's what I've been doing for more than 30 years. Right. And how would you, um, with what information we have now, um, how does this coronavirus differ from the, you know, the typical flu or other corona-type viruses that have existed in the past? Coronaviruses, Rick, are actually quite common in people. Um, there's a good chance that every living adult uh, has had at least one coronavirus infection, probably several, because coronaviruses account for anywhere from 15 to 25 percent of cases of what we would characterize as the common cold. Mm. So they normally cause, you know, sneezing and coughing and uh, perhaps a mild fever and it runs its course over over 10 to 14 days and then you get better, but it doesn't um, threaten your life. Um, recently, we've had three coronaviruses that have jumped out of animals and infected humans and have caused severe life-threatening and even uh, fatal disease. So the first of these was the so-called SARS coronavirus, a severe acute respiratory syndrome virus that uh, was mainly in um, Asia 
uh, and that was uh, in 2002 and 2003. And then more recently, we've had the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome virus, the MERS virus. Uh, that was just a few years ago. And today we have the COVID-19 uh, epidemic, um, which everyone is now familiar with. The COVID-19 virus is very similar to the virus that caused SARS uh, in the early 2000s. Um, although the SARS virus had a very high mortality rate, up to 30%, while this current uh, coronavirus appears to have a mortality rate that varies, well, probably is in the 2 to 3% um, uh, range, although there have been reports that the mortality in Korea is as low as 0.9%, and in Italy, it's uh, perhaps over 7%. Hmm. So it may depend upon the part of the world where the virus is circulating and the types of people who, who are being infected by it and how they're being treated. So this is very different from influenza. So influenza, as you know, circulates every year. Um, one big difference is we have a, a good vaccine for influenza, and we have good drug treatment for, for influenza in the form of Tamiflu and related drugs. Uh, but currently, we have neither of those things for coronaviruses. There's never been a coronavirus vaccine um, in humans, and there's not a coronavirus drug uh, that we can give to people knowing it will uh, reduce their symptoms and make them get better quicker. Um, but there are some other big differences, too. Um, I told you earlier that the um, expected mortality from this virus is about 2 to 3 percent. That is 2 or 3 of uh, 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 the cases per 100 um, won't make it. And the, uh, the, the same uh, mortality... Oh, we might have lost him a little bit. Just waiting for him. <clears throat> Charles? Okay. Uh, yeah, can you, you said uh, the same was the last thing you said, then you broke up. Okay. The same mortality rate for seasonal influenza is about one out of a thousand. That is about 0.1%. And what that is telling us is that this coronavirus epidemic we're experiencing right now is somewhere between 10 and 20 times more lethal than seasonal influenza, possibly even higher than that, combined with the fact that there's no drug and no vaccine. Would you say, because, I mean, I didn't realize SARS was, you know, a 30, almost a 30% mortality rate. Do you have any idea of why the, I mean, the worldwide shutdown basically going on right now? Is there, is there something they're not telling us or is this way more contagious than we're led to believe? I'm just trying to, because we, you know, we didn't see that with SARS. We didn't see whole institutions closing down. So in, in your scientific belief, what, what, what makes this, you know, why is the response so large? Well, in, in viral epidemics, um, it's, it's usually possible to be highly contagious um, or highly lethal, but not both. So viruses like Ebola that are highly lethal haven't tended to spread around the planet because 
um, they uh, their their mortality rate is so high that many of the carriers will die before they can spread the virus to others. Uh, this is one of those few viral infections that is both highly contagious and carries with it a fair amount of mortality. Um, and that's what makes this current epidemic so serious. And because we don't have a vaccine and we don't have a drug to treat this infection, the only way we can control its spread is by um, reducing social contact. That is uh, preventing the ability of one person to spread the virus to another person by asking people to limit the amount of time they spend in a public setting with other individuals, particularly people they don't know, because it's clear that in places like China and Italy, when social distancing has not been practiced, this virus can spread like wildfire. Mm. That's quite clear. Okay, so it's it's more of the, you know, just how contagious it is, which is kind of making us all pause. I see that. Um, do you, on the on the drug side of things, uh, in terms of a vaccine, how, how far away do you think a vaccine will be developed for this? Being, you know, and how long do you think that would take before people can start getting actual treatment? Or is it something that we just need to fight with our own immune systems? Well, there is a... There are vaccines being developed right now, um, both in the United States and overseas. Uh, because we've never had a successful coronavirus vaccine, we don't have a good precedent for making an effective and safe vaccine for this kind of virus. And so I think it's going to take some time before we have a vaccine we trust enough uh, to start using it widely. On the other hand, I think we are very close to having uh, drugs that can benefit the uh, spread of this disease and benefit, benefit its progression. Um, and so there are at least two drugs in development right now that have uh, been, that have been studied in people or are being studied in people, um, one of which is a drug in uh, Japan that was tested in China and appeared to have significant clinical benefit there. Um, there's also a drug being tested in the United States and elsewhere uh, that has activity against this virus in um, non-human primates. Uh, and uh, therefore we think there's a very good chance this drug will also work in people, but it still needs to be tested. Right. Um why is it that we haven't developed a, a coronavirus vaccine? Is it, how, how, why has it been so difficult? The, the main reason we don't have a coronavirus vaccine, Rick, is that we never really had the reason to have one. Mm -hmm. Because coronaviruses, for the most part, cause such um, mild disease, or in the case of the previous uh, lethal coronaviruses, Lost him again. Lost him again, Chris. Okay. I'm, oh, uh, okay, you said uh, lethal me. viruses. That was the last thing you said. Okay. Um, with, the, with the two previous lethal coronaviruses, SARS and MERS, because those viruses infected a limited number of people and the epidemics burned themselves out very quickly, 
there was really no motivation for a pharmaceutical company or the World Health Organization to support the development of a vaccine for a disease that looked like it was just simply going to go away on its own. Right. And, and so this is the first time we've had a coronavirus that is both highly contagious, spreads very quickly, and has the potential uh, to result in death in, in people who get infected. And so this is really the first time we've had a coronavirus where the development of a vaccine makes sense. And so um, many of us are hoping that this will provide a path forward for supporting the development of a vaccine for this disease, um, not only to see if we can um, protect people who aren't infected from getting infected with this virus, but that the experience from the developing that vaccine would uh, give us a, uh, a foot forward in case we ever encounter another similar coronavirus. Right. That makes sense. Um, moving off, you know, onto more of a, a lighter note on things, uh, personally, what what are you doing right now? What have, what have you been doing to preoccupy your time with, you know, with your wife and how are you handling it? How are you doing, you know, just, just as a person, how, how are you feeling about everything? Uh, well, I, I just posted a, a, a message on social media that um, I am, uh, I'm, I'm Kubler Rossing about this, about this uh, virus. So if, if anyone is familiar with Elizabeth Kubler Ross, she was a famous psychiatrist in the 1960s who studied cancer patients, and she developed uh, a classification for how cancer patients deal with their illness in stages. And the first stage is denial. Personally, I was trying to deny that this infection was going to be as bad as it actually is. And, and when they announced that we would be on travel restrictions and restrictions for work, I was thinking, well, maybe it won't actually happen, and maybe um, it'll only last for a few days, and that clearly didn't turn out to be true. Mm-hmm. So the second stage of Kubler-Ross is um, anger, being angry that this is happening to you, and, and I have to admit, I've been a little angry about the fact that our politicians appear to have let us down, and um, we're all now suffering from something over which we seem to have little control. Um, I actually think that's an understandable reaction to this. Um, Then the the third phase of the Kubler-Ross response is um, depression. And I have to admit, uh, there were times when I was a little depressed about this. Um, In my case, um, I have two very energetic dogs. And every time I look like I'm down, they come and pull me out of it. (laughs) Yeah. So... I'm I'm grateful to have pets at home yeah, they along know. with my 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 life partner, but um, uh, the the third the, the fourth phase for Kubler Ross is bargaining. Cancer patients often bargain with themselves or with God and and you know try to make bargains. If you would only uh, uh, make this happen, then I will do thus and such. Um, I'm not sure we have a lot of bargaining power with this virus, so I'm not wasting a lot of time bargaining. But the final phase of Kubler-Ross is acceptance. Mm -hmm. And I'm 
to the point where I finally just accepted that this is uh, this is uh, life for us for probably the next couple of months, and we're all going to have to make the the best of it. Um, and that's really what I'm trying to do now. I, I, I think you know there's lots of things that we would all love to do at home that we probably put off because we have better things to do or other opportunities that take us out of the house. And maybe this is a good time to tackle some of those things. Um, people who love to read or love to uh, binge watch TV shows um, have the opportunity to do that in spades for the next uh, couple of months. And, you know, you should take advantage of the opportunities we're all now being given to do stuff in the house that we w wouldn't otherwise uh, have been able to do. Are there any uh, particular hobbies that you've picked up uh, or returned to, rather, that you haven't, you know, put time into that you're you're enjoying? Well, I'm, I'm uh, uh, still quite actively involved in um, helping my uh, university's response to this virus and also helping the uh, National Institutes of Health, mm -hmm. the NIH, out with their response. So I, I, I confess I've been consumed by um, email traffic uh, related to this, uh, to this virus, and, and I'm hoping that will die down to the point where I can start doing a lot of the things I would like to do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I've not been able to do. Um, but uh, it, it, it's something uh, that uh, I think all of us need to, need to look forward to. I, I love, um, uh, I like to cook and I'm actually uh, making a nice uh, flank steak dinner on the grill tonight. Nice. Uh, and um, I uh, um, I do like to read when I get the opportunity to do that, and I do like to watch movies. Um, and this uh, hopefully will provide me the opportunity opportunity to catch up on some of those things I haven't been able to do. That's yeah. I think it's important, you know, for us to kind of slow down and and accept it. I think acceptance is the big key rather than fighting it. You don't want to elevate your stress any more than it has to. Um, some final words. Uh, do you have any imparting uh, wisdom or, or words you can say to anyone out there that might be feeling anxious or worried, thinking that this is the end of the world and, um, you know, doom and gloom, anything that you can leave with them to kind of uh, a sober reassurance? And if not, that's okay, too. My, 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 I think my most important message would be um, don't view this as an affliction. View this as an opportunity. Uh, if you get sick, we'll take care of you. We have the best healthcare system in the world here. Uh, and um, if uh, you do get sick, um, we will make sure that um, uh, uh, you're taken care of and that um, uh, your chances of developing um, anything serious from this virus will be minimized. Um, but if you don't get sick, and that's going to be most of us, um, take advantage of this opportunity to do some things that you might not otherwise be able to do. Um, see if you can volunteer for a food delivery service, for example, or just to uh, 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 Skype chat with uh, people who are shut in and can't get out on their own and don't have much of a social network. Um, see what you can do to help the people around you. I, I think there will be a lot of opportunities um, for that kind of activity. And um, I would encourage everybody um, to, uh, to take advantage of that and, and turn something that looks like it's bad into something that's good. I love that. I love that, Charles. That's, that's the exact thing that 
I was hoping you would say, and you said it. Um, <laughs> well, thank well, you for having me on the. Uh, thank you for having me on the show and uh, giving me the opportunity to. Thanks to, for being uh, on to, it. To uh, talk to you and to Chris. Man, I really, we really appreciate it, and uh, it's nice to have someone that has you know the facts behind them, science behind them. Chris and I are a couple of numbskulls over here, so it's good to uh, get get your words. And uh, I hope you're safe, and I, I hope you can, um, you know, uh, get through this like as we all are. So I really appreciate it, Charles, and I hope to see you soon sometime. Uh, whenever you too, that is. and yeah. uh, we, we we will get through this, and we will see each other soon. And I'm hoping it will only be a couple of months. Um, it's conceivable it could be longer than that, but but. Uh, you know, based on everything I know about this virus and what's happened to the epidemic in Korea, in Korea and in uh, Japan and in China, you know, I, I think I think a couple of months is probably a good estimate for for how long this is going to uh, take to run its course. And, and then uh, we'll all be back to normal before we realize it. Yeah. Well, it's great to know. Well, thank you, Charles. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I know you're three hours ahead of us and uh, talk to you soon. Uh, take care, Rick and Chris, and uh, uh, enjoy the rest of your evening, and uh, um, uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that was very good. That was interesting. Very oh, interesting yeah, stuff. Yeah, Charles is great. You yeah, kind of – Lindsay. He was like the professional. What? That kind of reminded me of um, the Chris Farley video when he uh, interviews Paul McCartney. And uh, you're Chris <laughs> Farley, and you're like, so uh, – what happens when I, uh... <laughs> I'm like completely, yeah, all my fart jokes and conspiracy theories are thrown to the wind. Well, I'm glad we had him on because I think our audience uh, will appreciate someone yes. that knows what they're talking about and someone that's connected to us. Right. Um, and um, yeah, it's, uh, I like what he said. I like uh, I I love everything about that. Take a take a bad, turn it into a good. Yeah, I loved it. Well, know. let's get let's call up our next guests. Um, we're Tell gonna, us about them. We're gonna go to the Great White North, uh, up into Canada. Uh, we're, we're gonna interview uh, Tom and Rita Davidson. They're basically family. They are family to me. They introduced my mom and dad to each other uh, back in the seventies, and. They have a cottage, and they live on Skeleton Lake up in Muskoka. So we are going as remote as possible, uh, and they're very knowledgeable on um, the social lifestyle. <laughs> so let's let's get them uh, let's get them on. We're calling them, them now. We're calling them up. Calling them up. All right. Let's. Oh, here we go. All right, we're we're ringing up. All right. Here we go. It, we took them a while to. Uh, get them set up on this thing so just give us a second and there yeah. i'm giving you a second hello? hello oh hi rita how are you hey i'm fine i'm just gonna turn hey, the rita. sound up yeah turn the sound up um now i know there's a bit of delay so uh, uh, i can hear you now oh good 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 so uh it's rick and i you can't hear rick but he says hello hello hi rick so uh, hey. we, <laughs> so we just had uh, on the show uh, uh, a professor. He was a doctor um, at John Hopkins University. So he's giving us some very good, sobering information about uh, the American healthcare system and and how we're handling this thing. But uh, now that we're up north, how's everything going up in Muskoka? Well, I have 
have my nighttime pajamas on now. I've taken <laughs> off my daytime pajamas for this call. Oh, and she also has a glass of wine. Oh, and I do. For medicinal purposes to help wash the germs into my stomach, if there are any. That, that's good. That's good. So, so what's what's the scene in um in Muskoka now? There aren't many people uh, on Skelton Lake normally. I've been up there, and it's very easy to keep uh, social distance uh, from people. So, is is life? Uh, what's life like up there these days? Well, yeah, uh, today I, I did a big hike. I went across the frozen lake and looked at Doc and reported back to the dock, dock owner. So that was my, my, my big adventure today. So there's about six inches of ice. Um, it was a warm night last night. The igloo started to melt a bit, but we're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're still living in the igloo, I see. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I saw a moose. I, I tried to shoot it, but it got away. But uh, I hope to get up tomorrow. I'll do some ice fishing tomorrow. Oh, good, 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 good. So, <laughs> so what is that? What is it? Is it? Is it? it everyone, everyone's checking in on their neighbors. And for instance, Christopher, our neighbor next door, just announced his his lotter is empty, and he's going to town. And do we need anything? And he he hit all hmm. six neighbors around here, so he's going to pick up whatever we need and bring it back. Oh, that's that's perfect. That's great. So you guys are all in love it in like a shelter in place kind of thing, like a like that we're doing down in L.A. Right? Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and let all your uh, friends in L.A. know that Muskoka Lake, where all all the movie stars uh, hang out in the summertime, it's doing very well. Oh. The water levels are all under control, and their boathouses and docks are safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great that's great it's a it's a breath of fresh air um to hear that perspective because i don't know we're all going through it right now and um it's nice to um you know the to paint a picture for everyone listening they they live in a cottage that's uh on overlooks this gorgeous lake and it's frozen over right now so i was up there for what i was there on national hockey day wasn't that when i was last up there Hockey Day in Canada was that what it was, Tom? And Family Isn't that Day every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't hockey yes, every day? And we're yeah we're on. We uh, Chris helped us uh, made a rink on the lake, and all the grandkids were there. And uh, Chris did a great job. He could stick handle like like you can't believe. <laughs> I, I I do have to say uh, you guys are keeping me uh, as Canadian as you can while I'm down here in Los Angeles next to the La Brea Tar Pits. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Well, well and, 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 you, and, and you did a wonderful job handling the snowmobile. I mean, yeah, you, you did great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It was great. It was lovely. I, I Just so you know, I am uh, still exclusively very Canadian for being an like Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we, we know. Christopher, you you had to you had to survive minus forty and from California. I mean, it was cold. Yeah, how cold is it up there right now? Oh, uh, well, uh, we've just gone through a major change. It went from a near temperature that's that's foreign to us, but it was something like uh, forty degrees, and now we're down to twenty five degrees. Oh, okay. So it got cold again. 
We have high, oh boy. high winds, high winds, and there's a cold front coming in. We should be minus. Um, oh, down to yeah, zero. And uh, start the generator today to make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. Oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. And, and a hydro. Our hydro company phoned us to make sure that we had done the same thing and to be prepared for high winds and possible outages. Okay. All right. So us Canadians stick together. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris, the wine's kicking. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the wine's kicking in. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll leave you guys there at that. I just wanted to check in and see how everyone's doing up there. You're adding a a much needed. Uh, Canadian perspective to this show, which I have barely been able to get through with my uh, Yankee co-host, Rick Darge, over here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Christopher, did you have the same run on toilet paper as we had up here? Yeah, everyone was buying toilet paper like crazy down here. So dumb. So stupid. Well, what is that all about? I don't know. What, mm, what did the doctor say about that? Yeah, what did, the doctor didn't have anything to say about toilet paper. He just said that we should get ready to be doing this for a couple months. <laughs> we should call him back. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No toilet well, paper? Know, we do get more of your news than we do of our news. So yeah. we're certainly on top of everything that's going on in California, and you guys are doing a great job. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we're on. Thank a, you, guys. Yeah. Well, we're going to let you go. We're going to wrap this podcast up, but uh, I'll call you guys on some yeah. uh, some other time where we're not on a podcast. But thanks for being a part of the show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank thank you. you. All right. Bye. Bye, <laughs> bye Tom. Bye, Rita. Love you guys. <laughs> I was oh, the wow. entire time. That just to- w- yeah. warmed my cockles. The entire time um, that we had your guest on, I was thinking about how – opposite my guest is gonna be (laughs) (laughs) no i love it that's great like uh we um yeah it's it's uh that was they they're the most canadian couple i've ever heard in my (laughs) life (laughs) uh tune in on monday uh for our regular schedule our last regularly scheduled monday podcast yeah with uh canadian cole walliser oh yeah we're going canadian you get to hear get to hear Chris throw a little bit of spice towards the Canadians, huh, Chris? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't just... forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talked about how... Actually, Cole brought up a good point. He said uh, Canadians are... There's a theory that the reason why they're so perceived as being so kind is because of the word A. Because A invites you in. Yes. It brings you into... Well, well, we'll allow people to discover that on their own when they hear it Monday. That... I love Cole, but that el- that episode seems so irrelevant now with what's been going on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know it's um, anyway. Well, we yeah. changed we changed uh, to uh, this groove, and we're going to be doing it, and for the time being. Uh, you know what? I like this groove, Chris. We don't have to we don't have to waste fuel. We don't have to uh, have a GoPro recording us all the time. And the uh, pool- even though you just you just bought a brand new GoPro, <laughs> <laughs> I did. You have no idea, people. <laughs> I I was like ready to hunker down and, and do this podcast <clears throat> and videotape each other, you know, uh, because I didn't want to I didn't want to get out in the car and drive around because I felt like it was not a, a good yeah. idea. And this is it's mu- smart. It's smarter. You know, we're all going to be hunkering down. But go out solo, walk around, run around, download the Wim Hof app, Hof app if you need to to get some some good, much needed uh, stress relief and uh, take care of yourselves and, and reach out to take us. care of yourself. 
And yeah, reach out to us and go ahead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Rick. If you need a chat, uh, you know, a lot of people have been reaching out. By a lot, I mean four. Uh, but we love uh, if you need a you need a to hear anything or want yeah. want us to tell you a joke. I'll send we'll you, tell a, you a joke. We'll tell you a joke. Stay off of media. Yeah. Limit your time Just, every day to when you're going to consume the news. Don't be doing it all day. Don't be going on Facebook reading comments. Don't go on a conspiracy message boards, Rick. Stay off of that shit. Give yourself, I'm going to 20 minutes twice a day to see what's going on or don't. I recommend not getting consumed with all the fear mongering and the fear. It's good to be informed, but it's also, you, you got to protect your mental health and you got to, uh, you know, you got to be safe and mental health is important. Because, you know, we need our sleep, we need our rest. So do tune into this podcast. Subscribe to it if you haven't already. Share it with friends. And uh, a little tiny little squirrel is running right by me. Well, you got a little squirrel, huh? I'm looking at a little squirrel. And hey, squirrel, I need you to tune into the podcast. And the squirrel, I think he's listening to me. Oh, squirrel's pulling out his iPod. Oh, squirrel's putting in his little... Did you know squirrels have a little tiny little... I I don't know what... This is awful. (laughs) All right, I'm everyone. Canceling that joke. This All is, right, everybody. This is bumper to bumper. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, bumper to bumper, fully parked. That's the name of these shows. Fully uh, parked. Oh, I love that. Fully, fully parked. parked. Fully parked. Bumper to bumper, fully Dude, parked. Dude, fully parked is great. Yeah. Fully parked. Fully parked. Fully, fully parked. We'll be back. Um, uh, we're gonna try and do them every other day or so, uh, and that is. Yeah, the- every other day, every two days, we do have our regular one coming on Monday. We're gonna try to maybe do one on Sunday. No rules. There's no rules in this new reality. You want to wake up and eat chocolate cake and drink a whole six pack of beer you can do it now's the time <laughs> all, all right, right guys. everyone have a good one take care thank you bye bye